We're up to the Gemara Daf Kuf, starting three lines from the top. So the Gemara Shlokish Achvilei Dinner Lerabelazer. Shlokish had a dinner that he received from either a loyve or payment for something that he sold someone, and he wanted to know if she'd accept this dinner. Is this a good dinner or is it counterfeit? So he showed it to Rebelazer. Omar Rebelazer said, "Ma'al yuhu, it's a good coin." Now Taisus brings down that we saw in the Gemara before that when you show a dinner to a shulchani and he said it was good and really it wasn't good and because of that you lost money, the Gemara made an afkamina. If he's a mumche, uh, like the top mumche, the Gemara gave an example over there. Like Danku and Isser, that they were such professionals, they had nothing left to learn in this trade, they knew everything there is to learn. So if they make a mistake, it's begather and Aynas. But someone who's not on that level of expertise is a peshe. He shouldn't have been masking to evaluate the coin if, he's not a, if, if he still has what to learn in the trade. So Kinir is Octasis over here. We're talking about Belazer was on the level a little bit lower than Dan Kivisa. He was someone that still had what to learn in the trade. So Mamela, Rishlokish told him, Belazer answered back, it's a good coin. Omele, Rishlokish told him, Chazi, look here, I'm being saimach on you. And uh, the only reason I'm accepting this payment of this coin is because you're telling me that it's good. Omele, Belazer told him back, well, what are you trying to say you're being saimach on me? And therefore what? That if it turns out that it was a bad coin, I should have to exchange it for a good coin, I should be responsible. Why? Maximum it's a child of Gram. You yourself, Rishlokish, said a memory. You said such a line. Reb Meir is the one who's doing Dinu de Garmi. Myla, what did you mean to say? Reb Meir, he's the one that done Dinu de Garmi. But we don't hold like him. So even if I talk at Paskin that it's a good coin, and it turned out that it wasn't a good coin, so you can't come back and collect for me, because anyways, you hold not like Reb Meir. No, that's not what I meant. Reb Meir, Reb Meir is done dinu degami, and we hold like Reb Meir. So if it turns out that you were wrong, I'm going to come be today you, because we Paskin talk that we're done dinu degami. Now we mentioned this previous in the there's a big machlekes rishonim whether there is an actual nafkamina between grome and garmi. Rashi and the Rambam is mashma. There is no nafkamina, and it's really all the same thing. Remeir don din the garmi means remeir holds that grom is chay b'dinei adam, and versus the cholkim they hold grom is pata b'dinei adam. Other rishonim learn that in mitzias garmi and grom is the same level of mazik, but the reason one is called garmi and one is called grome is such a goyrim, which is shchich, that people do, the other chacham kansit. And that's what we call garmi. But not that there's more of a mazik in the garmi than the grama. It's the same level of mazik, but it's a case where it's more shchich, so the other chacham kansit. The other Yishayinim, the Rosh, and others learn, no, there is a metziyaz de ganaf between grama and garmi. Garmi is when the hezek is more direct than grama. Grama is zikr patim din on the chayv din Garmi is a shayv, the is down din the garmi. What the criteria to be called Garmi, according to these Yishayim, is different criteria. It's either whether you need all these criteria or only some of them. The, the Nakudis mentioned in the Roshar, number one, that it has to be a Hezek that's directly from the Mazik. It's he himself did something, either Begufay or Mamoina, he did something. It has to be Bori Hezeke, that it's a Vada that this Hezek is going to happen. And in addition, it has to be a Hezek that takes place Miyad and not Lacharzma. Zog de Gemara, hi Reb Meir. You're telling us Reb Meir don't din the Garmi. Which Reb Meir is this referring to? So the Gemara gives a simon for the following cases of possibility which Reb Meir might be. Dalad lamad mem pei simon. Zog de Gemara, ilayme 
Reb Meir is not done, that's the Dalit. Done is a din, if a dying is done a din. And let's say there was a loiva and a malva that came to him. Zika is a chayiv. He was mezaka, the, the chayiv. In other words, the loiva was taka guilty. He taka owed money to the malva. And he said, no, you're potter. Or chayiv is a zakai. The loiva was potter and he was mechayiv him. Or was a shayla of tumma v'tahar, timei asator. He was matama something that was in essence tor, and in the my or tier satomi. He was matara something that was really tomi. So the halacha is once he paskins the psak states masha also also. I lechayir in the case of zikas as achayiv achayiv as azaka he's causing monetary damage. V'yeshalami basic the dying has to reimburse the losing party from his house. So what do we see? We see lechayir a case of grom because what did the dying do? He paskins the wrong psak and based on that someone lost money. He didn't do any hezek be a dying. And still, shtevdo, that you have to pay. And this is the din of Remeir. So we see that there's a din of Gromo or Garmi. So the more it's not a raya, ha'itmer, Allah, omer beloi, omer rav, v'hushen notal v'nosan biyad. This case is not talking about the dying just gave a psak with his mouth, and that was the end of the dying's contribution to the story. The dying went ahead and he acted on his psak, and he took out money of his psak. So we have four cases of here. So now she explains. In the case of Zika Esachayev, in other words, a person really owed money, and he said, you know what, you're potter. He told the loyve, you're potter. So what does that mean, that he did a maize to be dying? Dr. Ashi, the loyve had originally given a mashkin to the malva. And now, because the dying paskin, the loyve is potter, so he took back the mashkin from the malva and gave it to the loyve. So he took money away from the malva. So maybe he did something be a dying. He's a mazak be a dying. The case when he's mechaiv as a zaka, he told the loyvi you owe money. He really didn't owe money. He told him you owe money, and he took money out of the guy's pocket and paid the malva. So again, he did a ma'isa hezek dime. The case of timei asator, he paskined on a certain tvua truma, let's say that it's tor, and he uh, he paskined on a certain truma that it's tummy. And to show how serious he is, he took a sheritz. And he was metamed that to be mechazek his psak. Look, I'm very serious. It's Tommy. And if he had any doubts about it, it's Tommy now for sure. So the kids are based on his faulty psak. He went ahead and he was metamed. So again, you have a mazik v'yadayim. And metaris a Tommy means that he paskined a questionable tvua. He paskined that it's tor. And to be mechazek his psak, he went and he mixed it up with other taris. And really, it was Tommy. So now he went and he was metamed meda- taris. So again, he caused the hezek v'yadayim. So therefore, this is now shaykhist to the case of Grom, we have no right. So the Gemara, Elohore Meir, this not, if someone has Tzemer, and he gives it to someone who dies, and he told him, do me a favor, he gave it to him, he told him, dye uh, red paint, and he dyed it, black, or faket, shachar, the Meir Oimer, that the one who dyed the wrong color, he has to give back the value of the Tzemer, that the Balabas really originally gave him, he gave him clean semer, he has to give him back the value of the, that semer. So you see that it's considered that he was mazik something. What's grom about it? He, he, he took the world, put it into the vat with the dye, he was mazik via dye. So you talk after him, what was the Gemara's havamin? This is a very open and shut case, a mazik via dime. Why did the Gemara think that this was a grom? So Taisa says, because the Metzias is that when you put semer into a dye, it doesn't change colors immediately. The tseva doesn't have an effect, it doesn't seep in properly, it's not koilet, till two or three days later. So Mameda, we view it as a grum. You put the tseva in, that was the action, but that didn't cause anything. After a few days, it seeps in. 
So Meir the Gemara held that it was a grama. And we see Meir is Mechaif. The Gemara answered, no, it's not considered a grama. Even though it takes time, it's time delayed. But Lemaise, he did this via daim. He stuck the tzemer into the dye. That's all you need to do. The rest happens by itself. So the pu'ula, he did it via daim. Just like when you cook on Shabbos, you put the pot on the fire. It takes time till the till the till the fire cooks the food. But that's considered that you did it via daim. Fact the Gemara similar kasha. If you talk to Gemara, okay, Elamai another makar similar. Ella harameir. This not. There's a lot of klaya kerem that if you put gefanim and tvua near each other, so one is yonik from the other, and then it becomes klaya. Klaya kerem is also bachid, it's also bahano. And the loch is that when it starts growing, machmas diyanika, when the tvua starts growing more, machmas diyanika of the gefanim, it becomes aser. However, the din is that klaya is bottle one in 200. If you have 200 heter connected to klaya, it's mevatel. So once the tvua grows at least a shear of one out of two hundredths, so then it's more than the shear bittel, doesn't have a shear bittel anymore. In that case, it would become aser. So if someone went and he was mesachach his gefen, he took his gefen and he hung it over someone else's tvua, and the tvua grew a shear of a two hundredth, so made it became klein, comes out that person asered his tvua, hareza kiddish, it asers the tvua, v'chayv, and you have to reimburse him for being mazakim. So the we see over here, Grama is chayiv. So Taisa says the same thing. The reason why the Gemara held originally that it wasn't Grama, that it wasn't biyadaim, it was considered Grama, because here also the issue doesn't take place right away. It takes a few days till the it takes a while till the tvua grows kashir echad mimasayim to become aser. So Mamela, the Gemara held that's a Grama. And the Gemara answered, no, the Maise, he took the Geffen Biyadayim, and he put it there, so we viewed it as a Maise Biyadayim. The reason we didn't know this already from the first Teretz, from the Teretz B'negei Tzemer, because here, it's less Biyadayim than the case of Tzemer. Tzemer, it's Mamash Biyadayim. He takes the actual Tzemer, and he sticks it into the dye. He did everything there is to do, and the dye is already there. It just takes three days for it to get stuck on. By the Gefanim, he just put the Geffen on top. Now it still has to, the, the actual unique, the roots have to go into the tvua. So it's less biyadayim. But Akhapam the Gemara answers, it's also considered biyadayim. As an aside, in Hilcha Shabbos, there's a shayla opening refrigerator on Shabbos because when you open it, the hot air goes in, it causes the motor to start. So those that are meikal, uh, part of the cheshbin is grum. What's grum about it? So the time delay, the fact that it doesn't happen instantaneously, it takes time till enough hot air gets in. Here, the we see in Taisvis that just because something takes time and doesn't happen instantly, like in this case, the tseva takes a few days till it's kailit, same thing with the tzvua, till it's yoinik from the gefanim, and the Gemara still says that's considered a maizib yadayim. So the the fact that it's a delay till the motor goes on, that shouldn't help as grum. But the chayyeh, the chilik is pashat, because it's not the pshat, over here, that it only the, the, the pu'ula only happens later. The pu'ula happens, starts happening right away. As soon as you put the tzev in, it's starting to be koilet. It takes three days till it's koilet legamri. And the same thing is with the yinike. Shainkin over here by a fridge, nothing happens right away. It takes a few minutes till there's enough warm air, and that will cause the motor to kick in. It's not the pshat that the motor starts working now and it only goes full force later. Nothing happens right now. Whereas here, in this case of Taisus, it ha- something happens right now, just not, not, not enough to be mechaibi, but the process started already. 
So Achaponim, we're still stuck over here. What's the Makar of Remeya that he holds? Gromar Garmi, Zoktor Gemara, Lahor Remeya Desanye, Mechitzas HaKerem Shenifritz. The Lachi is that a Kerem has to be four Amas away from Tua to avoid an issue of climb. But if you have a Mechitza, a fence separating a field of Tua and a Kerem, then there's no problem having the Kerem right up to the fence on this side and the Tua right up to the fence on the other side. So if you had such a story where one person owns a Kerem, the other person owns a soda of Tua, in between there's a Mechitza, and Mechitza the Kerem Shenifet said the Mechitza broke down, and now you can't leave it like this. If you leave it like this, the Tua will become Aser. The, the way Rashi learns, the Baal HaTvua tells the Baal HaKerem, put the fence up, because if you don't put the fence up, you're causing my Tua to become Aser. So he listened, he put the fence up, Nifritz, it broke down again, he tells him to put it up again. Afterwards, he's Miyayish, and Veloy Gadur, he doesn't put up the fence. He says, I'm not doing it. And because of that, the... Tvua continued to grow, and it grew a shear of Echad Masayim together with the Yenike from the Gfanim, and became Klein. The Loch is a Reza Kiddush, it becomes Osir, and therefore the Balakarim, who didn't put up the fence, Chayiv Bachar Yusay. So here you have a case of Grom, it's not a Maisib Yadayim. He was supposed to put up a fence, and his not putting up the fence caused the Hezek. So it was a, it was a Grom, or a Garmi. And still, it's Chayiv. So this is the Makar of Remeir being done, Dinah the Garmi. Now the Yishayim ask Akasha, why is it the responsibility of the Baal HaKerem to put up the fence as opposed to the Baal HaSod? The Maisa Klai HaKerem works two ways. The Tvul becomes Aser and the Kerem becomes Aser. So there's different truths I'm given in the Yishayim. One Teretz is that <coughs> the Gefanim is what has the long Shiroshim and they are Yoinik into the Tvul, whereas vice versa, the Tvul just grows straight down deep in the ground. That doesn't spread. So maybe it's the Gefanim that are Asering the Tvul. Another Mahalach in is that we're talking about a Mitzias over here. In other words, in order for Kfanim and Tvua to be Aser because of Klayim, it has to reach a certain level of growth. Tvua has to be as big as a Shlish of Gidulai, and Anavim have to be Kabaiser, Kapulalavim. And here we're talking about that the Tvua was taka at its height, at enough growth to be Aser al Klayim, was already Shlish Gidulai, whereas the Kfanim were too small. They weren't Tegi, the Kapulalavim. So Mamele. The Kfanim aren't becoming Gosser, it's only the Tua that's becoming Gosser, and that's why it's the responsibility of the Bala Tua. Taisis puts in that this that the Gemara uses a Lashon is Siayish Vilay Gadr. Why doesn't it just say Vilay Gadr? The Taisis is very relevant because if a person is still planning to put the Gadr up, he just didn't get around to doing it yet, he's on his way to do it, and before he had a chance to do it, the Tua was Nizgadl Echad Masayim, it wouldn't be Gosser, there wouldn't be any Hezek over here. Because in order to be high for a climb, in order for this to climb to take place, it has to be Reitzibikiyumai, that he's interested in the unique. If he's planning to put up the fence, so that shows that he's not interested. It's only because in the Siyayish, he decided, I'm not putting up the fence. I mean, I don't care if it's Yoinik. So, it's a Reitzibikiyumai, that's when there's a Shaila of Hezek over here, because now it becomes climb. You give Tzemer to a dyer, and you ask him to dye your Tzemer, and the Maise. He put up the flame too high and the pot with the dye burnt everything and is left with nothing. Even the tzemer got destroyed. So there's definitely no shvach and the tzemer is also destroyed. So he's a mazik and he has to pay the bala tzemer, the value of the tzemer. So Rashi says the, the, the olive is really like an ayin. Kiur is a lashon ku'ur, a lashon ugly. 
He asked him to paint it, let's say red, and he painted it red, but it was a very ugly dye, and we'll see the Gemara will explain why it was ugly, but upon him, it was an ugly dye. So the Allah, so the Ma'is said, there's a, there's, there, that's not what he wanted him to do. He wanted him to paint it a nice red, and it's an ugly red. So the Allah is, first of all, it's not, cons- we don't say over here, Shini Kainim. We'll see the next case of the mission, like we already had previously in the Gemara's, when he asked him to paint it red, and he painted it black, so we say that he's Kainit B'Shinui, and he just gives him back the Maid Semer. Here, we don't say that. Zakrashi, because this is not really considered a shinui, because he asked him to paint it red, and he did paint it red. So it's not a shinui where the tzab is going to be kinder, and he has to give him back the actual tzemer. However, the tzemer is now worth more than it was originally, even if it's not a nice red, but it's definitely colored, and a colored tzemer is worth more than non-colored tzemer. So he has to reimburse the Tzabe for the additional value that he got. But the Maise, since the Tzabe didn't do exactly what he told him, because he wanted it to be a proper red, and he made it this ugly red, and he was a Mazak B'Kavonir, as she says, so we cancel the Tzabe, and we say, Yodai ala that he gets, that the the, 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 the Balat Semer pays the lesser of the two possible prices. In other words, there's two options over here. Let's say the original tzemer was worth $100, and this painted tzemer, even the, the actual paint that he painted, the tzemer is worth $110. So it just went up in value $10. But in order to get this paint, the tzemer had to invest some expenses over here. It cost him $5 to do it. Let's say the material, the dye, cost him $5. So the lache is the... Balat Semer gets back the Semer and he only reimburses for the lesser of the two. He doesn't have to pay him the value that the Semer increased, which is the $10. He gives him only the Shir Yitzir, what that person put in. That's in a case when the Shvach is Yisrael Yitzir. It would be vice versa, that the Yitzir was Yisrael the Shvach. For some reason, he had to put in a lot of money, put in $10, and the value only went up $5. So then the, the Balat Semer only pays the $5. That's Dr. Gemara over here. Ima Dr. Mishnah. If the increase in value is worth more than the expenses that went into it, he just pays him off the expense. The expenses were more than the than the added value. He just gives him the added value. There's a shayla over here in the Yishayinim. If included in Yitzhiyah is just the actual expenses, the materials, or you also include the time, the labor, the time. That's a shalom to Yishayim. Dr. Mishnah Vaiter, if you gave him tzemer and you asked him Adam to paint it red and he painted it black, or shachar v'tzavay adam. So in this case, the tzaba keeps the tzemer because Remeir holds that he's considered a gazlan, he's kind of bishinah. Although there's no maizah really, if you think about it, he didn't go into Yenna's house and steal a piece of tzemer. The guy willingly gave him the tzemer and he asked him to do a job. He didn't do what he was asked to do. So it's more a mazik than a gazlan. So why should you be kind of bishinah? However, that's Remeyah's Chiddush, that since he was Mishana, an Umman that's Mishana from what the Bailam told him to do, has been of a gazlan. And therefore, since he made a shinui, he's kind of And he just pays back, he pays back the value of the Tzemer. As I said, Dr. Meir. Yehuda Aymer, no. Rabbi Huda Aimer, true, he also agrees to Rameyer's concept that we view him as a gazlan, so he should be kind of bishinui. Zokta Yehuda, it's not fair the way Rashi explains. We don't want that the gazlan should gain over here. He gave him, he didn't do what he was supposed to do, and because of that, he walks away now with the tzemer that's, that's painted, he's kind of bishinui. No, that's not fair.
we say he has to give him back the tzemer, and and the balat tzemer will pay him the last of the two. Now, according to Reb Meir, that says we view it as a gazlin, and we don't count him, and we say that he's kainet b'shino, and he just reimburses the bailim for the demei tzemer. So Rashi says a chiddush of here. Rashi says, or Alternatively, if the Bailam wants the painted Tzamer, even though he asked it to be painted red and he painted it black, he's entitled to say, give me back my Tzamer that you painted the wrong color. But in that case, he has to reimburse him for the full value. In other words, how much how much a woman would charge to paint it that color? Typically, by a case of a Ganev, if someone goes to someone and he steals his Tzamer and he paints it, the loch is the gazlan is coined the tzemer with the shinui, and he just reimburses the dmei tzemer. Here we don't say that the nigzel can say, you know what? Give me back my tzemer. You painted it, so what? I want it back. Give it back to me. No, we don't say that. Even if he's willing to pay him, the loch is the gazlan is coined b'shinui. Here Rashi says that the nigzel, the nizik, is entitled to get it back. So Shteito and Rashi, the seif kol seif, he's not a regular gazlan. It's a chiddush that Meir said he's a mazik, but since he was mishanah from Das Balabayis, we view him as a gazlan. But he doesn't have a din gazlan at kadekach. The yana can't get back his chayfets. I saw a beer because a vivite. This person decides, you know what? I'm happy with the color. Ataka asked you to paint it red, and you painted it black. But I want it. Give it back to me. So with that, he's showing that yana wasn't really a gazlan. Because why was he a gazlan? Because he did what I didn't ask. He he, he did to, he did something that I didn't want. But if now I'm happy with it, so I'm showing that I did want it. So he's not a gazlan. He's not a gazlan. He's not koyne b'shinui, and therefore he has to give it back. Zog the Gemara, my kir. It says over here that if he painted it kir, what does that mean? What does kalvus mean? My kalvus. is a lotion from a lotion from keeper, the chaper, a lotion from wiping off. Doidi is a lotion of a pot that he wiped the bottom of the pot of dye with the wool. In other words, when you dye something, you take the some monum, you cook it up, and uh, you dye it in that liquid. Here we're talking about it was the bottom of the pot. The dye left in the bottom of the pot with all the sediment, that's what he colored it with. So maybe that's more of an inferior dye, and that's why it was here.